Welcome to the Beacon broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com, beaconbaptist.com. The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. We are looking this week at Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, and if time permits, verse 7. One of the several prophecies in the book of Isaiah concerning the coming of the Messiah, the coming of Christ. And we are focusing particularly upon verse 6 on the broadcast today, where the prophet Isaiah said, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now this prophecy was given to King Ahaz to assure him that if he would cast himself upon the Lord for deliverance, that he would be delivered by God from the armies that were coming against him from the northern kingdom of Israel joined by Syria. And he would not need to engage other foreign powers to be his allies to fight against them. As a matter of fact, if he did that, he would probably be defeated. But if he would just just trust in the Lord, even though his armies were smaller and it looked like he was going to surely be defeated, but if he would trust in the Lord that God would send deliverance. And that's the context behind this statement. And so, right from the beginning, we realize that there's something of a double meaning to this text because the words, that, as they were spoken in the context of, of what was going on in that day, were an assurance that God would send a deliverer to Ahaz and to the nation of Judah, the kingdom of Judah, so that they would not have to depend upon Assyria. But there's something far more important going on here, because this is a prophecy that God is going to send a deliverer who will deliver people from their sins, a greater deliverance than the military or political deliverance that Ahaz was seeking. So what do we learn about God's appointed deliverer? Well, first of all, we recognize the humanity of God's promised deliverer. For unto us a child is born. A child is born. Nothing particularly unusual about that, is there? Children are born by the hundreds of thousands every day of the year. I'm sure there were hundreds of children born into the kingdom of Judah every day of the year. And so to tell the king, God's going to deliver you, and let me tell you about the deliverer, 
unto us a child is born, would not seem to have been particularly conspicuous or particularly significant, might be a better term. But in the light of the, the double meaning that we're looking at for here, that this deliverer is not going to simply be God's deliverance from political enemies, but rather is going to be God's deliverance of people from their sins to rescue them out of condemnation, to rescue them out of spiritual death and unto eternal life, to then tell us that this deliverer is going to be a child, a human child. We learn, first of all, about the humanity of God's promised deliverer. Unto us a child is born. This deliverer, in other words, will come as a human child, conceived in the body of a human woman who will be his mother, who we now know, of course, is Mary. That would not have been known to Ahaz when Isaiah spoke these words to him. But a child is going to be conceived in the body of his mother and going to be carried for nine months in his mother's womb and is going to be brought forth as a newborn helpless infant with his chubby little cheeks and his soft baby skin and his eyes blinking in the light and his lips searching for his mother's milk. This deliverer will not come as a mighty angel, not Gabriel or Michael. This deliverer will not come as an alien from some other planet, planet, but no, he's going to come as one of us. He's going to be a human child that will come into this world the same way that you, Ahaz, and I, Isaiah, and you, radio listener, and I, radio teacher, came into this world as a human child, a physical human being with a human nature that's the nature of this deliverer. And therefore, he's going to experience human existence, having come or will come, it's prophesied for the future, having been promised that he will come as a human child. Unto us a child is born. And so that means he's going to go through the stages of human development, physical development, emotional development, development, intellectual development. That means he's going to be bound by certain limitations of human existence. He will not be able to travel to distant places with the speed of light as angels can. He will not be able to go indefinitely without sleep or without food. He's going to have to go through the human experiences that all of us go through in our human development and in our human existence upon the earth. He will be subject to human suffering. He will be subject to human death. He will be fully human in every way. This deliverer will be fully man, and the deliverance which he brings is going to be deliverance by a man. And he will accomplish deliverance by means of his humanity. For unto us a child is born. And all the things that I said apply to Jesus the Christ. We need to keep in mind that he had a human nature from the moment of his conception by the Holy Spirit in Mary's womb 
until his ascension back to heaven. In fact, he still has a human nature, though now glorified. But he came as a man, for unto us a child, a human child, is born. But this prophecy, wonderful prophecy, beautiful prophecy, also reveals to us that this one, this child that is born, is also, in addition to being a human child, is also going to be the divine Son of God. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. In my Bible, the word son is capitalized appropriately. Unto us a son is given. The child is born. For in his humanity, he had no prior existence to the time when his human nature was conceived in the womb of his Virgin Mary. But unto us a son is given. That indicates to us that this is someone, something, someone, a son, who existed before he came to earth, before he came into the virgin's womb. As a child, he is born, but as a son, he is given. That's his prior existence. He belonged to someone else before he belonged to Mary. He belonged to someone else who was willing to give him to Mary and to humanity as a human child. But he could not be given unless he first belonged. And he is given to us by the one to whom he belonged. So even though this is a compact statement that we might not even give it careful thought as we read these words and, or hear them read, as we think it through, we realize that there is something of amazing significance that is being indicated here. A son is given. He already is the son. He exists someplace else. But by the plan of God, he's going to be given to the world. He's going to be given to Mary. He's going to be given at birth. He's going to be given through birth. The birth of the child is the means by which the son is given. And so he's going to be given by the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's who is given, the Son of God. That's who gives him, God the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. And so this tells us that this deliverer is not only a human being, a human child, fully human, but not only human. His humanity was complete. It was full humanity. It was humanity exactly like the human nature that you and I have, except without sin. We are all born into this world with a fallen, corrupted, sinful nature that we received from our earthly parents and trace that condition all the way back to the Garden of Eden in the fall when Adam sinned and thereafter was only able to produce sinful 
human beings to come into the world. But with that exception, this child that is born was not born with a human father, as you know. And the Holy Spirit implanted him in, into the womb of the Virgin Mary, but he was born not with an Adamic nature, for he was not a son of Adam. He was, but he was born with a full human nature. He was born with the same, basically, the same, I think basically is the right word, the same human nature that Adam had in the garden before he sinned. Created fully human, who would question that Adam was a human being, fully and completely a human being? That's what he was, a human man. And then God created a partner for him, and she became a human woman by the creation of God. And so there was Adam and Eve in the garden, fully and completely human, not anything but human, they were human beings, but of course they fell, and thereafter their children became human beings corrupted by sin. Uh, this human being comes into the world uncorrupted by sin, but he has a full human nature, but he also has a divine nature. He was the son before he became the child. He is the son who is given through birth to the world. He is God's Son. He is Emmanuel, looking back to a previous prophecy in the book of Isaiah. Emmanuel, which means God with us. He has two natures. He has a human nature, which is fully and completely human, but he also has a divine nature, which is fully and completely divine. He is one person with two natures. Yes, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Until tomorrow, Greg Barkman saying good day. May God give you his eternal peace. <laughs>